Action-packed episode of Big Punch Classic. I'm, I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm waving. Oh, he's he's waving. Rayman, Chris. He's waving. I'm waving to you. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. We did what we always do. We had a nice conversation. Before yeah, the we sh- we started. should really just not say anything and then switch the microphones yeah, on. Yeah, although all... that would be a bit awkward. Yeah, because it's all killer. Like, oh yeah, everything we say off off the air is uh, yeah natural, delightful. It's excellent stuff. I think it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. It's very. Yeah. It's very. You know. Very off the cuff, very natural, as you say. So you know who you know, who and then is... we then we switch the mics on and we just freeze up. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> it's, been, it's good to be back. Yeah. After it is, a little, it, it's been a little while. It's been a while. It's been about three weeks. Yeah. Or we trying to do them every two. Mm. Although I have seen you in the interim. Oh. Well, maybe I'm surprised you want to see any more of me because no, we did, yeah, um... no, we we spent quite a lot of time together bank holiday weekend. Yes, indeed, we decided to sit down and watch uh, all of the Lord of the Rings movies. Good effort, uh, damn yeah. good effort. Yeah, I, I, um, I drifted off a little bit. I noticed during uh, Return of the at King. the at the end, you were you were struggling. Mm. I'd had a nap during the afternoon in preparation. I see, that's wise. So you know, I hadn't been feeling very well all, all oh, weekend. My back, oh well, yeah. was, was bad. Hanks, I was asking. You were just there. asking me about. I was my just back. asking yes. how your back was. My uh, back's a lot better. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, my back uh, was uh, relatively bad that weekend. Oh, I don't know why. Well, I do know. I had a car journey, and because oh, yeah, because I am. Uh, an adult and incapable of Getting old. doing even the most basic physical tasks like sitting still for forty five minutes. My, my <laughs> yeah. back was killing me. It all seizes weekend. up, but it was weird. Like when my because my back got bad, and it wasn't even like a pain. It, it makes me groggy. I know that sounds mm. stupid, but I was like, um, we were watching Lord of the Rings, and I would kind of try to get comfy, and like my shoulders were a bit painful, my back was all sore, and then I kind of just like drift off for half an hour. Yeah. And then just wake up again. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm back. It's in the weird, room. isn't it? Yeah. And then you feel sort of a bit better for a bit, and then you wake up, and it's like, oh no, it's back. And it got warm. Mm, was it, it did just actually, me? It yeah. Was warm no, it room, did. Like... It did. Well, it's 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 fairly. What's the word? Roomy. Room. It's a room. What are you, ta- what are you, what are you trying to I'm say? I'm trying to say it's a fairly closed-in room for five people. Oh, I see. And then because you open the door here. Yeah, indeed. So, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. I was fine. I think you were. Sort of opening and closing the door. I was. I was having hot flushes. Hot flush. That's fine. Yeah. That's the HRT, Pat. That's the HRT. (laughs) It's my age. I mean, so what do you think, like, in retrospect? I am surprised we were sitting down for 10 hours. Mm. It didn't feel like 10 hours. No, it didn't feel like 10 hours. It felt like much shorter than that. And we consumed three pizzas in that time? Not not each. No. There were other people here. That would be outlandish. Yeah, it would be too much. Hey, I'll tell you, you know, who the real king was. Go on. That popcorn. Oh, it was, wasn't that it? It was, was good, that popcorn. Yeah. That was lovely. We should get a sponsor. It's a good touch, that. I think if I there should... are any popcorn manufacturers do... listening to this podcast... Give us a call. Yeah, please, please mm. do. We'll, we'll, put a, we'll put a popcorn hashtag on this podcast. We could be you like, never know. And when the conversation is popping, you should also reach for... You should be locking... Some... That's... Pop and lock. That's pretty good, actually. That's good. Yeah. Pop and lock. And then and, and Ray. <laughs> if, you could, <laughs> if you could change your name... I'd, I'd be people. delighted to. That'd be amazing. I'd yeah. be delighted to. That's podcast gold. There you go. Yeah. Pop and lock. You see, it, it, I've been th- I've been thinking a lot about this lately. The problem, you see, right? Here's the problem: podcasts need a gimmick. Mm, yes, that's very true. I think that's why us waffling isn't as much of a gimmick as I'd hoped it would be. No, you see, that's why we're not. We have our audience. 
Do we? Apparently. A, an audience. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure all four of them could fit in this room. Thank you. Thank you both for listening. Big fans. Yeah. But um, we're not, I, I, you know, and I don't mean this as a slight, but we are not mainstream. No, that's, we, that's fair. We've, we've not made a, a splash no. in the bigger we've, podcast. We've barely scene. made a ripple. Indeed. I feel like if we ever wanted to elevate ourselves... You know, I would need you, to change my last name to Pop. Well, I'm saying Pop and Lock would be a, a yeah, good yeah, Pop and Lock. Yeah, okay, I'll get on that. But we need a, you'd need a gimmick. Mm. It's like Chip and Pin. Yeah, we were called Chip and Pin. Fish and cushion. Fish and, and cushion. <laughs> it's Mitchell and Webb Gold. That for some reason I couldn't stop um, thinking earlier about. You know, it was an episode of The Simpsons where uh, Bart gets expelled mm. and gets uh, taught from home. For some reason, I, I, just, yeah. I was just dying earlier thinking about the fact that Homer keeps driving into the garage, like, not once, <laughs> but <laughs> Keeps <twice>. forgetting, yeah. <laughs> keeps forgetting they're in there. It's funny the things that kind of grab you at a later point. Yeah, in you suddenly start thinking, it's, well, that's The Simpsons, you suddenly, something will pop into your head, and you just start laughing. I've done it many times, just sitting there laughing. Something's popped into my head, and I just burst out laughing. It's like Snowy... What's funny? Oh, it's something in The Simpsons. It's like Snowy posted a picture of his house the other yeah. day. He's painted his house sky blue. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the helicopter crashes into it. Mm. That the house looks incredible. He's painted really? it. Oh, it looks mega. I'm gonna paint my house. Did he do it himself? Yeah, just got a ladder. Just got got a ladder. I held it for a while. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, to be fair, you are intimately acquainted with that house. You've broken in through a window. I lived you in it briefly. Lived in it. You've dog sat. Yeah. Done it all. Done it all in that house. Practically married. Yeah. To the house. No, me and the house. You know, are very, very close. Very Tight. close. Yeah. You know. Um, this is weird because I have been thinking painting the house. Well, not this house, but just the very concept of painting houses. Because when I walk into work, I like I I I, I look around. Oh, you know, sure. I I take in life. take a moment to get familiar with yeah, your surroundings. I see, I see a bin bag blowing in the wind. <laughs> and I, I find beauty in it. It's weather. It's weather, John. Get a grip. Also, I look at houses. I, I don't know why. There's one little. There's one little street. I go through in Gloucester, mm. and I won't name it. Okay, but in many ways, it's not the classiest of streets in I, the world. I understand. I mean, you know, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm o- I'm often struck by how nice some of the houses are mm. on it, and I, I often randomly think, I often think one odd little gem, mm. you know. And there's been a bit of renovation work, and they've taken one of these kind of like slightly tattered houses, mm. and somebody's painted the whole thing. Looks good. Cut a tree down in front. And I'm like, it's got a new lease of life. That's very good. Lease. Like oh house. yeah, that house was pun. good. That was good. There. I attended that. But I found I myself didn't. thinking, that's really nice. And I and I weird in my head, I started doing the odd little kind of calculus where you're like, so if I had a brush mm. and I look at the size of a house and it was one man and a ladder, I was thinking to myself, how long would it take me to paint that house? A couple of days. Do you reckon? Was that, well, you've got empirical evidence. Well, Snowy it? took a couple of days, I think. Something like that. It looks very good, though. Yeah. It's a very good job he's done. One coat? It. Two coats? One, I think. Someone's being shaved. Outdoor paint. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's the only blue house on the street now. It looks... Yeah. So that's useful. What colour would you go... Green. Really? I've discussed this. Like a like a pastel green. A light green. A light green. I like a prove. meadow. Would you... Uh, maybe not at the same time, but as a later investment, would you fork out on a new door? Would you get like a colour Oh, door? yeah, sure. Why not? I think that's quite... Get a green door. Yeah. Dark green door. Ooh, light see. green house. Get some silver oh, yeah. fixtures on that. Get you a little, got door, little doorknob. You got to. 
It's all about speculating to accumulate. I find myself like because uh, Lucy and I are getting to a point where we're thinking about getting a place of our own. Yes, like we have a meeting with a mortgage advisor. Oh like my, adult stuff. Good lord, you know, it's very boring. I can only imagine. It's very boring. Did you have a meeting? Did you go straight? I had to like several a- meetings with a mortgage advisor. Oh, I see. Yeah, in, in um, well, in a town, but in a little village in between here and Gloucester, Long Levens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very boring. To be honest, I can't remember anything of what he said. I have a general impression because th- th- this one we're seeing comes recommended by Nick and Ali, oh. who have just secured a place of yes, their own. Yes, indeed. Yes. And congratulations. Uh, and cr- cr- congratulations. Congratulations all round. And uh, it's good to have land. Yes. Oh, it is. It's very good to have. Oh, land. I know. Victory sip. Set fire to whatever you want. And within reason. I found myself thinking. Well, no. Sorry. No, they led me to believe that it's kind of like you sit down and they go, "Okay, so." How much do you earn? What mm. are your assets? Mm. Like, how much money do you have in reserve? Mm. What are you looking for? And I imagine it's going to take at least an hour, if not. Oh two. yeah, it'll take, if not longer. But once, yeah, once you have a offer on a house, then you'll have to meet with them again. I would have thought. Yeah, it's all very, very boring. But that's the thing, though. I mean, like these, I wouldn't know how to buy a house. I wouldn't know how to build a house or anything like that. That's why they have mortgage advisors. That's my point. Like, these people know their business. Like, I... It's almost like a necessary evil. Like, I'm more than happy to just say, please save me from these scary adult decisions. Save me from myself. Tell me how to do this. I I would make a bad deal, I think. I'm I'm the guy who, when the house was on the market for a 155, I think it was, they said, right, make your highest offer you're willing to go to. I went, 154? (laughs) And they went, yeah, all right. So I'm not sure that was the best negotiating tactic. Yeah. I just or, went a grand under. I thought, yeah, all right then. But they could be going like, uh, he's clearly some kind of genius. Yeah. like He's gone a grand under. What do we do now? Just accept it. It's a cutthroat business. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact there are other people b- bidding on the house I now live in when I was bidding on it. Oh. So I had to do something. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got it. <sighs> yeah. I guess even if you... Even if the the kind of it, the situation was reversed, and you were selling, mm. and you had like no one interested, yeah, you still want people to think there was interest. Oh, of course, not? yeah. But yeah. I actually saw people go in to view it. Ah. that was the difference. To be fair, when I sell my house, I'll have to get rid of all the Star Wars stuff or hide it for a bit. I, well, that wall looks yeah. very bare, doesn't it? Neutral. Yes, there's a reason for that. Uh, yellow, I hear. Yellow. Yeah, like if you want to se- yellow, if you want to sell your house. Oh, you paint it yellow. Well, not maybe not all of it. No, oh. but like uh, you know, some of it. Strip, you know, you know, obviously take your personality out of the house. Oh, you have to like uh, so you know, just nice neutral, you know, nice but beige. I think uh, unless I'm mistaken, it's like yeah, um, paint one wall yellow, make like oh. an accent wall or something. Well, we're getting our bedroom done. Oh, soon, very soon, and mm. um, we we've got one feature wall which is going to be a dark teal. If you can imagine such a color. Uh, teal is like that kind of bluey green. It's like turquoise. A bit like turquoise, yeah. yeah. yeah it'd be fine. Nice. A dark A teal. dark teal. It's very important that it's dark teal. Does that make it teal anymore? Oh, I don't know. It's called like Midnight Dust or something like that. I don't know. They're all called something weird, aren't they? Midnight Silk. Midnight, yeah. Midnight Terror. Something like that. <laughs> but night, night Terror. Yeah, Night Terror. <laughs> it's both red and green <laughs> and sparky. Nobody knows time. what's going on with <sighs> it. It's horrible. It looks stripy, but it definitely isn't. When you saw those people going into what would become your house, mm. did you feel like 
That's my house. Get sort out. of, actually, yeah. I nearly hit him. Mm. No, I didn't. Um, sort of, a bit. I did, this first house I saw that I properly liked, yeah. and I looked at 20 houses. Without, wow. I'm not exaggerating, I looked at 20 houses. I think you have to. Mm. I mean, you just, you just have to keep at it. I mean, it's weird. I never thought I'd be in a situation like this where I'd actually be considering it. Oh, you guys, it's fun. I like it. Yeah, I prefer it. No, I, I, I very much knowing that it's my house. Yeah, no, I, I feel, I feel like the time is right. Like I'd absolutely love it. And also, I mean, I kind of was always of a mindset growing up that, like, naively as a child, mm. this idea that, like, if you want something, you save up and get it. Happen. I know, and that was like a that was like a child's mm. view of the world, and and it's kind of like a revelation to think that, like, look, John, hey, John, you know. It's got to take you decades. You will never be able to own Dubai just to, to walk out with like a suitcase full of That'd cash. That'd be great, wouldn't it? And buy a house. Do you accept cash? Ching, 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 ching. I'd love to be in that At position. one point in my life, I'd love to be able to say Just that. walk into a place and say, do you accept cash and open a briefcase? I, uh, when I worked in Calgary mm. at a Starbucks, we used to get our tips as a great big sack. Oh, yes. just coin. a sack of tips. And I remember going straight from Starbucks after I finished my shift mm. with a sack of coin to a bookshop and I wanted to buy a graphic novel. Yeah. And I said, do you accept coin? And I literally just had like a sack and he's like, we do not, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Legal tender, but he would not accept like... A sack of coins. He would not accept $20 in like 20 cent pieces. That's outrageous. For some reason. That is outrageous. Probably because he couldn't physically fit it in his... No. Till. Well, Canadian money was a bit like Monopoly money. A tiny bit, yeah. It was very light, I recall. It was quite... Um, mind you, we're going that way now. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know, because we've got yeah. like the new £5. New £5, new, yeah. t- new pound coins. Yes. Which, if you have an old pound coin as of next month... No, well, October. Yeah. We're at the end of August. Then they won't, they won't accept it. Only banks will. Yeah, you've got to take it to the bank. You can still go to the bank. Wildly and... inconvenient. What do you suppose they'll do? With all the old pound coins. Melt them down and sell them for drugs money or something. Do you reckon they can? No. They're probably made of old lead and horrible things. I think probably it's like... Lead. There's no... There's no, like, gold in them. No. It's like brass. Yeah, I think. probably. It's, they I smell it, like brass. They have, like, a core. Like, it's not... I think, they're, like, if you could saw... They're coated in something. Yeah, if you could saw through a pound coin. Oh, we should do that. We should keep one and saw through it. We should do, yeah. Find let's, a tool. Let's do it. Uh, something rather cool. Um, uh, we went to a few years ago. We went to the science festival mm. up at Cheltenham. one of Cheltenham's many festivals. Big, big on, big on, tough on festivals. Tough on the causes mm. of festivals. Uh, and the there's like a science team, a chemistry team from some uni mm. there. And of course, Lucy is a is a chemist yes. by training. So we went over, and uh, they they electroplated a uh, penny oh. for us. Which is kind of amazing. What is that? So they take like a, they, you give them a copper penny. So we just gave them like a one standard penny, one pence piece. And um, I'm going to get this slightly wrong now, but they uh, dipped it in a solution. Oh yes, which contained um, a metal. I can't remember mm. which metal it was. It was a silvery. But it was metal. a liquid. Yeah, a silvery right. metal. Got it. To the point where they dipped it and it went completely silver. Mm. So, but it looked wet. Didn't look good. right, right, right. But then you put the silver. Um, copper coin. Yes. On a hot plate. Oh. So you heat it, and it undergoes. And I'm I'm gonna get. I don't understand the science perfectly, but it undergoes an incredible change where. Yeah. Um. Turns into a fifty pound note. No, it goes gold. Oh, that's good. Well, basically, that's even better. You heat it to a point where 
it becomes just kind of like unstable enough where the silver outer coating mm. gets sucked uh-huh. into the copper coin. Right. But just kind of on the surface layer. Yeah. But And it undergoes like a kind of amalgamation with the copper in the right. coin. So the, co- the coin goes utterly gold. Hmm. And then they give it back to you. Cool. And you just have a, a gold... Gold penny. Yeah. Lucky penny. It's Put it in cool. a frame. It's kind of cool. I, um, here's, um, I've, um, another tangent. I've been listening to a, uh, another podcast. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> you harlot. You listen to other podcasts? A, um, another podcast. A, uh, mainstream one. Like one with millions of followers. Yes. Uh, and Probably a few more than us. Yeah. And I won't, I won't, going, I won't go into details about it, but it is brilliant. But one of, the things that came up in it, it was like a kind of journalistic documentary mm. kind of thing, was a process of um, something called um, fire gilding. Oh, yes. Uh, which is That a, sounds impressive. It does sound, yeah, it probably sounds impressive. Which is a very uh, beautiful but dangerous technique used in, used to be used in like uh, jewellery, oh, um, right, okay. furniture. Uh, and what we do is you take uh, mercury, Mm. So you get it in a thermometer. Uh, yes, or you just buy it. Or buy it yeah. from a scientific supplier. So you get a bucket of mercury, <laughs> and one bucket of mercury, please. Right, well, I didn't off. know that was a unit of measurement for mercury. Yeah, it's an it's an SI unit. Yeah, it's like one bucket, two one buckets. bucket, two bucket. Three so buckets you full. you take some mercury, and then you also take some gold bars. Oh, so you need gold and mercury, right? That's out, that's that's two things I don't have. That's I'm, already yeah. That's that's priced me out of this. I, I'm just saying that's already a thing. So you throw the... You don't mean the chocolate bar gold bar? No. Oh, that's a shame. Um, then I definitely can't afford this. Whisper gold. <laughs> whisper gold. You f- they are um, delicious, I whisper gold. You heat up the mercury, mm. and then you drop the gold into it. Oh, lovely. So the gold melts in the mercury. I would be upset at seeing my gold bars melt. Because the gold to is... To sell my house for those gold bars. Because the gold is quite... Uh, soft gold sure is. that's why athletes bite their medals indeed there you go to ruin them to ruin them yeah to put their teeth mark on them it's very odd yeah and um, when it's melted you then take a brush like a paintbrush mm. and you dip it in the mercury you paint your house gold yes okay for the purposes I don't own the house anymore I sold it for the gold bars well for the purposes of this example let's say you wanted to paint the outside of your house gold this this isn't this is it's dangerous talk telling me things like this. John. Okay, I'm just saying. So you, I'm gonna have a gold house. So by the after end of the week. you've melted the gold, I'm just gonna keep talking into the mercury. You paint your house with it. Sure. Then you get a blowtorch <laughs> and you blast the mercury gold solution you've just yes. painted, and the mercury evaporates. Right. Because mercury melts at a lower oh. temperature than gold, and it leaves the gold. Lovely. And what you're left is with is. A gold house. A gold house. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, downs- save up for some gold bars. The only downside is that uh you've heard the expression mad as a hatter. Yes, I have. Do you know where that expression comes I from? I always assumed it came from Alice in Wonderland. Well it was a real expression. And mm-hmm. the reason there is a mad hatter is because milliners who uh, obviously used to make hats, it's yes. a noble art of hat making. A hatter um used mercury. Mm. Uh, I don't know why entirely, but they used it in the process of making old school hats. Right. And mercury poisoning 
Oh, no. Kind of makes you go crazy. Of course. I would expect so. Yeah. Uh, breathing the fumes of mercury mm. can lead to... Go do lally. Uh, can lead to a number of uh, respiratory problems, mm. as you might expect. Mm. It can also make your brain swell. Sure. And can lead to lack of sleep. Uh, ins- sorry, insomnia, uh, paranoia, mm-hmm. anxiety, oh, suicidal thoughts. Uh, what exce- a treat. Eccentric behaviour. Don't break your thermometers. Yeah. Is the lesson. So that's why you say mad as a hatter. Because oh, people are... There you go. So that's kind of why that's fire a... gilding is not it's really dying done art. <clears throat> as much now. That's fine. No, I accept that. Oh, well, there you go. That's another interesting fact from, from talking about absolutely nothing. Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> yes. That's where we started. How We uh, watched them all. How did it age? All right. Yeah. There were some bits where you think, oh, yeah. That's not as good. The horses, for example, were very well done. Just in general? Well, yeah. Some of them were obviously real horses. But you see, like, them getting taken out by various things throughout it. And obviously they were CGI horses. Yes. Or one would hope so. And you couldn't really tell the difference until they got mullered, these digital horses. Things like that were very good. Some of it was a bit ropey, but you'd expect that. They're they're reasonably not old films, but, you know. Yeah. They're not they're not recent films anymore, are 16 they? Sixteen That is mental, isn't it? Years old. That is mental. Yeah, the last one. I think. Well they came out say. back to back at, in at Christmas, didn't they? Were they a year Was it oh one, oh two, oh three? Was it not early? Was it oh, was it ninety nine, two thousand? No, I don't think it was quite that early. Mm. Yeah, I suppose I so. It was a bit later. Yeah, I guess it might have been. Okay, so maybe not quite as old mm. as I But still thought. about, you know, at least 12, 13, 14 years old. But excluding, uh, excluding like uh, the graphics, mm. how? Oh, I re- I enjoyed them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're very good like films. The old storytelling still kind of yeah, held up. I think so. There's a certain. I enjoyed them. There is a certain mythic quality to it all, isn't yeah. it? Like, I think we talked about this at the time, or I talked about it. <laughs> but like, um, it's weird how they're not silly. Yeah, it the, should it should yeah. be silly. Yeah, yeah, you're It should you're be right, super actually. silly. You're right, but, but it's, it's some, not. It's somehow kind of serious. You actually care about it. Mm. That's it. You get upset when things go heroic. One thing I found um, odd is, at the time, they were seen as pretty epic and long. Mm. You know, I mean, it took us ten hours. And we we did literally didn't have a break. Yeah, that was the they, that was the deal. No pauses. Yeah, you can't. If you need the toilet. You know, just go where go, you, yeah, go, go where you stand, you said, yeah. go where you stand, or miss part of the movie. Yeah, so I went where I stood. Get out, get out of your system. You, know. <laughs> oh, you yeah. got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, we know it. We each yeah. had a bucket of mercury, as much gold as we can chew. <laughs> <laughs> Live the dream. Yeah, but um, but what's weird is that in uh, nowadays, of course, in an era where we have, say, Game of Thrones, mm. and I I don't watch Game of Thrones. No, I don't. I missed kind of the boat on that full, one. Full full disclosure. But I wonder whether does Lord of the Rings seem somehow quaint now? There's nothing wrong with quaint. No, as if there's nothing wrong with it. I, I, Game of Thrones. I know about all the violence, obviously associated with Game of Thrones, mm. and all the incest and penises and various things. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you, do, you don't necessarily need all that. No, and I, I and say, Lord of the Rings maybe is proof of that. Yeah, perhaps. I say that not as a as a leading. Comment. No, of course. No. I just I just wonder whether. You know, as we mentioned, like that ten hours kind of—it certainly flew did by. not feel but like ten hours. So, but it's like I mean, what? There's been seven seasons of Game of Thrones, mm, and each episode's about, like yeah. an hour. I mean, the last one was an hour and a half. 
uh, episode, yeah. yeah. I even saw a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, I've seen clips of it. Yeah. But... Well, Nick and Ali have been watching it. So. Yes, well, I've missed. I've completely missed it because I know too much about what happens. Yeah, in Game of Thrones, so nothing would really surprise me. You almost as much w- as it would if you say you're watching it for the first time. You almost want to wait five years because it's all over, and, and then, then yeah, just go back once and, the euphoria's worn off. Yeah, and then just kind of have like a, a retrospective. Yeah, that's good for probably lots of TV shows. Lost, for example, which I didn't watch either. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Lost died a death in the end, didn't it? Some people love pardon it. the pun. They all died. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, full spoilers, I mean... Oh, yeah, if you've not watched what Lost yet, sorry about that. But it's like, that was a cop-out. But come on, you know, it's been out years. But that was a massive cop-out, because right back at the start... Because I I watched, like, the first season of Lost, Mm. and half of a second, and then I saw the last episode. Mm. So a bit of a gap in between. Big gap. But at the end, because one of the early theories that everyone talked about was, oh, what if they're all dead... Right. And the island is, the is like the afterlife, mm. or it's limbo, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the, people figured it out straight away, in other words. Well, but no, but this is why that's not the case, because then in the in the last episode, they are in the afterlife. Mm. Spoilers. And everyone was like, oh. Like, Clever. Lost was all about them being in the afterlife. But it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Because, so like, people watch the first season and they go, ooh, what if it's the afterlife? Mm. And the answer is, objectively, no, it no, isn't. They were on this island. Like, literally, they are physically on an island. Yeah. Season two, on an island. Season three, four, five, however many there were, yeah. on an island. Like, everybody's just on that flipping island. Yeah. And then they get off the island. And then they go back to the island. Why do they go, what? Yeah, they do. Yeah, some of them get off the island. And then they go back. They go back. What? Okay. Then there's, like, a whole bit where they're, like, living normal lives. They want to stay on the island. And they're like, we have to go back. It's all gone wrong. I don't know. And that's, then there's like time, odd. then there's like time travel and stuff. And then in the last season, because there, there was time travel, it was kind of bouncing. Even back. the guy in Castaway didn't want to go back. He loved it on my island. By the end, he had a friend. He had his mate Wilson drifted out to sea. Wilson, well, that is heartbreaking. Yeah, it's not an easy movie to watch. No, I think not. I saw it on a plane. You know, yeah. how ironic. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, but then in the last season, mm. this is kind of lost in a nutshell. Yeah. There were two, because they used to do this thing where they do like time jumps. Right. So like, here's an episode about this guy. Okay. And he collects coconuts because he lives on an island. Oh. But now we're going to intersperse it oh, with a flashback to his earlier life. Oh. And in an ironic way, you'll see that like... Everything knits together. He collected coconuts in his real life or something like that. Right, okay. It's a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, It, yeah, it, it yeah. means something. Got it. But then in the sort last of. season, they used to do... In the last season, they started doing these sideways jumps. God. So it would cut from the main action, mm. whether on an island, to an alternate world right. where they never went to the island. Okay. So everyone's just living like... The normal normal lives, yeah. and then none of them have ever met, right? Because they have right. no reason to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, so like, cut to a beach, on an island, on mm. the island, two characters, Bob and Dave, who have known each other for like seven seasons. Yeah, and I go like, hey Bob, hey Dave, you're you're a good friend. Yeah, like uh, nice. you know, um, the best thing to come out of my time on the island is that I got to know you. Yeah. Cheers, man. Means a lot. And then. Sideways. <sighs> Cuts to a sideways universe. Bob's walking down the street, bumps into a guy. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, and Dave's like, What are you, 
clumsy. What, what, what are you doing, man? It's like, do I know you? Good acting, this. And he's like, no. They oh. move along. Okay, then. And they, keep and, they, and they walk away. So it's like okay, always meaningful things. Right. But then slowly, in the parallel universe, everybody starts kind of coming together. Do they? Where they're like, I feel I know you. Why do I know you? And then it all culminates and everybody goes to a church. Mm. This is literally how it ends. And they all go, oh, we're in heaven. And, you, you, oh, well. and the twist is that the parallel universe is heaven. Is heaven. Okay. Which only came in in the last season. So what happens is, bear with me, they have a big adventure on the island, which lasts seven seasons. Mm. At the end of the series, they all leave the island. They all escape. Mm. Okay. With me so far? Sort of. They go, whew, that was a crazy adventure on the island. I guess we can go back to living our normal lives. Oh. They do. All the characters live normal lives. Some yeah. of them live for another 50 years. Okay. And then they go, I'm a really old man, but I still remember my time on the island. And then they go, oh, I guess I'm dying now. And they die. Mm. They, they wake appear up... in heaven as they used to be on the but island. Na- but, but they wake up in heaven where they then experience their lives again in heaven, but they never went to the island. So basically... What they're all experiencing in that parallel universe is apparently heaven while they sort or it's limbo while they sort some stuff out in their heads. Then they all come together and basically everyone goes. So they all appear as they did when they were on the island and they all meet in that church in heaven and they go, oh man, I remember everything. And they go like, I live to be 90 or I live to be 34. And they go, hey, I guess our time on the island was the best time of our lives. And I go, yeah, I guess it was. And then it ends. I would be very upset with that ending if I had invested seven years of my life. But, in it. but literally, like, that's it. The whole heaven thing had nothing to do. That's very odd. It, it is odd. What about the people who died on the island? Um, that's a very good question. I don't know. Anyway, I don't Because plenty of people died on the island. Yes, I, yes. Yeah. Mary from Lord of the Rings died on the island. He did. There you go. The um... Doing something. Uh, but that that was a thing, and like, because uh, I think, uh, like, because because but then of course like the heaven stuff was mm. happening simultaneously mm. with the climactic events of the season. So technically, that was a flash forward. It was a flash forward, and yeah, super forward to to heaven. To heaven, yes. And Paranormal like, forward. they're all escaping the island at the end, and then two characters are like, "No, we have to stay. Go without us." Mm. And then, that's it. And then, in, of course, in heaven, those those, those two are in the church. And they're like, hey, man, I guess the two of us had a pretty good life on the island after everyone left. And we go, yeah, I guess we did. And we go, hey. And everyone's leaving the church. Looks like, you know, we have to go on to paradise. You know? Oh, I'm gonna that'd go, be nice. Go, you come in? And this guy goes, no, I'm going to stay here a little bit. I need to sort some stuff out. No. And that was it. They stayed on the island, though. They did, but then they lived another 50 years on the island. On the island? How did you survive that long on an island? Coconuts. It's a long shot. It didn't make a lot of sense. I get sick of coconuts after 50 years. What's for dinner? You'd have terrible rungs. Coconuts. You'd have terrible rungs. You would. They'd go right through you. Yeah, by the end. The problem is that they had no plan. 
Yeah. So if oh, I thought the showrunners. Yeah. So if, if it sounds like they were making up as they were going along, they were. It's because they were absolutely making it up as they were going along. <laughs> yeah, because that was what everyone was like. Oh my god, it's so brilliant! This show at the start with the polar bear. Yeah. And all that, and then it was like by the end, everyone had sort of given up on it. So it came to nothing. I yeah. mean, Robin, uh, my brother, yes, loved it. Did like he? he genuinely the whole loved the whole thing. That's fine. And other people will. No. And, and that's the thing. I think everyone will tell you that in amongst it all, very good writing, mm. very good character development, just good acting. Yeah. Like, great. But the arc. But don't look, wasn't... For, don't look for any consistency. Yeah. At mm, all. Okay. I won't bother then. Wasn't that old um, JJ? Your boy. I was going to say he was associated with that. Your boy JJ, my boy JJ Abrams. He was a hot. He was a hot property. Hot property. George he? Lucas mini mm. light, but can direct films. I saw a picture of George Lucas, a young George Lucas, good-looking chap. George no, Lucas, no beard. Well, how did he look? Weird. Yeah, he was a cool-looking dude. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Not, you... Doesn't look completely unlike you. In that he had dark hair and a beard. Well, that's disconcerting. Are you thinking of... Uh, that's for me. Are you thinking of young George Lucas with... With a beard. With a beard. I'm and... talking when he was filming Star Wars. Yeah. And American Graffiti. Have you seen American Graffiti? No. No. I've seen... Again, I've seen like clips from it whilst watching Star Wars documentaries. Because everybody talks about American Yeah. Graffiti. But I've never, maybe I should watch it. Maybe you should. Maybe I will. Isn't Harrison Ford in it? Yes, he is. And Ron Howard. Is Ron Howard in it? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Ron Howard directed Willow. Yeah, yeah, which is a Lucasfilm. That's where production. the connection is. Yeah, apparently he got in. With I've the... watched Willow because um, uh, what's his name? Your boy um, um, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis is in it. Yeah, he's uh, he's Willow. Man, Mardigan. Yes, and I haven't seen Willow, but I've heard it said that Mad Martigan, Man Mardigan, Mardigan is like Hang Solo with a sword. A little bit, yeah, tiny bit. I watched it at university. Yeah. Um, I don't remember an awful lot of the plot, but I remember the aesthetics, the vistas. Mm. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, so <laughs> it was fine. I don't, you know, whatever you want from yeah. me. Yeah. What do you want from me? A review? I'm not going to give you a review. Are you not uh, in full on um, Lord of the Rings mode at the moment? Not Lord of the Rings, Star Wars mode. What's wrong with me? I'm slightly in Star Wars mode for a change. You were um, explaining that today is well tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, is. when the clock strikes twelve tonight, it is Force Friday two. Wow. And that means all the new merch is coming out. So you, oh, exciting. When did that become a thing? Uh, two years ago for The Force Awakens. Right. And this is the second one. But it's not even like May the 4th or anything. No, like. it's just a, an arbitrary date. They've said, oh, yeah, we're going to bring out all the merch on this date. It's Force Friday. Right. So what? Is it all themed around the new movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all stuff for... The Last Jedi. So, will that not involve massive spoilers for the yeah, film? Yeah, well, yes. Yes. I'd have thought. Okay. Hopefully not too large. How many trailers are out? One. One. One and a sizzle reel. Right. What's a sizzle reel? Behind the scenes. Oh. The stuff they where they show the cameras and they talk to the director and what have you. Oh. And you get little bits from the film, but not too much. Not that I'm not fascinated by this. I am. <laughs> But let's change the subject. No, no, no. Let's no. Put a pin in it. Would, okay. you, would you like another beer? Oh, I'd love another beer. I'll go. I'll go get. We're a drinking beer. beer. Okay. Well, second hipster beer in hand. Got do do another... explain more. Well, that's that. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. Force Friday. 
I see. Another Star Wars related thing that is sort of related to that is I won a competition recently, um, which was a Star Wars model from a US company. I see. Um, and they've gone very quiet on me. Oh. Mm, I know. Oh, wait. Was this a Twitter competition? It was. Did you yeah. see it? You may have told me about I it. I was just, harassing them on Twitter. Just fill me in. Well, they've um, been promoting this Stormtrooper model okay. as a prize. It's worth about $200. Who are they? Can we name and show? Yeah, they're called Dude Shopping. Right, okay. We're a reputable yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, and the guy's been messaging me over the last week or so going, oh yeah, we picked it at random and no one's come back to us, so you've won. I was like, oh cool, nice one. Um, thank you. And he was like, yeah, thanks yeah. very much. And then it was like, I'm just going to figure out the best way to get it to you. Post? Yeah, I was like, yeah, probably the post, but the cheapest way, let's say. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. last time I heard from him was Monday, and he said, give me a couple of days. Right. It's three days. Hmm. He might still come back to me. I think he's gone a bit quiet though. If he says like, "Give me a couple of days," mm. I, I think like three, you can probably. That's fine. I gave him. To... I gave him a nudge today, anyway. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I hope. I hope I get it though, because it looks like a cool thing. So, how did you win it? What was the? You just had to retweet their tweet. Oh. And I and I threw out the competition, which lasted about six weeks. <laughs> was tweeting them pretty much on a daily basis, going, "Have I won it yet? Have I won it? Have I won it yet?" Are they a big company? Not really. It's that, one of these internet competitions. You know where you see it's like, win this, win a yeah. Kindle or whatever it may be. It's one of those sort of things. Wow. Okay. So I just thought, oh, this will be worth winning. It's one of those things that I don't mind putting a bit of time into because it'll be worth winning. So yeah, I think I've won it. That'd be cool. I hope you've won it. I, yeah, I, so do I. I think I deserve it. I would I would be happy for, for all the pestering I've been doing. So hopefully that'll turn up in the post in the not too distant future. How, how big is... Um, well, you've been to my house and you've seen the various models I have. I have. Yeah, it's. I'm doing. I'm doing it with my fingers now, which is pointless. It's about. I looked about a foot. Yeah, it's maybe. I don't know, eleven, twelve inches, something like that. Okay. Is he full? Was he full color or like full? Uh... Yeah, full screen accurate, proper good one, like better oh. than the ones I have now. So yeah, my winner, winner. If it comes through. Well, I, I, in addition I to Force it. Friday, which I'll be doing tomorrow. Are they UK based? Or they... No, they're US based, ah. which is where the probably the problem lies. Yeah, maybe you can meet them halfway. Well, I I said that to them, mm. so that's the next trick. But yeah, that'll be nice if I it win. Would that. Be nice. I've yeah. Also, been planning your stag. Oh my! Yes, which I'm not going to tell you much about. Which is in well, what a great conversation. Yes, Star. I can tell you it's in November. Where in November? Eighteenth. The weekend of the seventeenth and eighteenth. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, where, where are we doing it? Oh, in in the UK. Okay, somewhere in the UK. I've got it. It's perfect. Done. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. I was not like I said. As long as it's not paintball, it's not paintball. Good. I hate paintballing. Hate it with a with a furious passion. It's painful. Yeah. So if I ever if I ever get invited paintballing again, I think I might just go. <laughs> no. No. I, I. No. No. Thank you. I, I appreciate the invite. I'll come so. for the night out. But no thank you to paintballing. Just to uh, not... Uh, that, that is fascinating, but clearly we can't delve We can't too talk too much about it. Deeply into we that. We can't talk too much about I it. I am. I'm very excited. Um, have you... Are you familiar, just to touch on. on Star Wars again briefly, are you familiar with the concept of a hero prop? I've heard it, but I don't entirely know what it is. Well, please, please divulge me. I thought you might find this interesting. Uh, do you know... Um, uh, Mythbusters. Mm, I do. Well, uh, Adam Savage, who mm. used to be one of the presenters on that, yeah. is a former prop maker. Yes. Like he worked on The Phantom Menace mm. back in the day yeah. and The Matrix. 
Very good. Like a load of stuff. So cool film. Now he has like a post Mythbusters life. Right. Where he has a quite a large YouTube channel called yeah. Tested. Right. And they look at they test stuff. So yes. they look at like um weird equipment and gadgets and stuff. But mm. they also have a real sideline in just making things. Right, right. It's really cool, yeah, actually, because yeah. he's like a really skilled... So uh, what, one thing he does is he'll often set himself a one-day build challenge, which they make into a, vi- in, into a video. Oh, a proper, yeah. So he made like a, a, um, a Chewbacca bandolier. Oh, the utility yes. aspect of Chewbacca. Yeah, so he's like, I want to make a kind of... So apparently, and I didn't realise this, and he's massively into it because he's mm. a massive nerd, there's a big community of people who try to make and collect accurate replicas mm. of things from movies. Oh, of course. To the point where it's not that they're trying to make... For example, it's not that they're trying to make a working lightsaber, because that's impossible. For now. Yeah, for now. It's not that they're just going to buy a lightsaber toy. Mm. They collect the notes, and there are websites yeah. just for these communities. They'll collect the design notes from the original prop makers. So then they will try to recreate the prop. That's awesome. Using entirely the equipment. Yeah, the right stuff, yeah. Which they would have had available to them. That's cool. So like, there'll be a whole community saying like, well, that weird little dial on Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. Where did that What's come that from? Made of? And yeah. someone will go, ah, that's from like a Boeing yeah, 747 yeah. or something. <laughs> and they'll, they'll try and... They'll get it, yeah. So what was interesting is that he tried to make... The Han Solo blaster, mm. which is re- I'm gonna have to look this up. This is this is, this is quite interesting because because he said the problem is, I bet that's made out of all sorts. Well, the blaster. Well, this is a really weird thing because he said the problem is the community have to decide on what is the official gun. Yeah, and the pro or any prop, and he said the problem is, and he said like these are like printed out stills right. from the Blu-ray. Yeah, and this is like the promo shot. And he was, he was saying, like, that he reckoned about three different versions of Hang Solo's gun mm. turned up in uh, A New Hope. Oh, right. So he was saying, like, here's a promo shot of Hang Solo posing with the gun. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's a different gun. That's one gun. To the one he uses in this scene. Yeah. But then there's one he uses in this scene. Of course there is. So I bet it's really subtle differences. Yeah, well. yeah, no, entirely. So then, like, the fans have big debates on which one they reckon is the official one. Yeah. So they often talk about a hero prop. Right. Is the one that gets used in the promo shots. So when they're selling the hero. Yeah. I'm Hank Solo. I look badass and I have a gun. Would they say that's the proper one, though? Many people would. Mm, I wouldn't. Really? I would say the one that's used in the movie. Because mm. a lot of what I buy, and it's not the same scale, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would, a lot of what I buy is I'm like, well, I don't want that because it wasn't in the flaming movie. Yeah, you want something. I want that something that like was it. in the movie. I like the movie. What was really interesting, because he made the Hang Solo blaster, was that he was able to track down through the community the actual gun. I think it was a German gun, mm. like an old World War II gun, Yeah, that they got the handle. Oh really? Because he was saying, like, if you look at it, it's actually, you know, it was actually you can see it like crazily simple. It was like, okay, okay, so we take just getting these things together. Yeah, yeah. so we take this German gun and we cut this bit off and cut this bit off, and now you've got the handle. And then we, then you need like, oh, that's a that's a blowtorch head. Yeah. So we need like that on. Yeah. And then he, and then then that's cool. He makes stuff like that. I love stuff like that. 
I'm going to watch that. It, I'm it, probably going to watch it when I get home tonight. No, you should do, yeah. Look at that. It's, tested. It's, it's, yeah, it's tested. All right, cool. It's very impressive. And then, like, um, he did a whole video about, um, like, uh, or rather, he had made mm. a lightsaber. Oh, right. Like, a, well, not obviously not. He didn't have not a, a yeah, just no. the prop replica of, like, the Luke's, hilt. Yeah, of Luke's, the hilt to Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. And then they had another guy who specializes in, like, uh, latex and mm. rubber special effects yeah yeah and he was showing he did a whole tutorial on how to make a mold mm. so that he could make uh so because so then adam let him borrow his lightsaber <laughs> so he could make he was yeah he was saying, do not yeah. damage that i will kill you so, to make a cast out of it right so then he cast one out of rubber and then painted it so it looked identical to the but metal it was made one of rubber. so he was showing this is how we make yeah you know and then he's saying like you know here is a sword and now i've made well, they do. They do use rubber ones in the films. Yeah, lightsabers. Because obviously, some of it, if you banged your hand on a big metal chunk, which is effectively what it is, yeah, it would bloody well hurt. I yeah, no, you, you could do something injury. Yeah, so they do use rubber ones in the films. Well, it's even like you were talking while we were watching Lord of the Rings about giving you some trivia. Yeah, the amount of times know. that um, v, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, he's uh, badass. Viggo Mortensen. What kicks? Uh... Well, there's the. I'll give you two. Two. Here we go. I'll give you two. In Fellowship of the Ring. The uh, Urukai chucks her like a knife at Aragorn, and he bats it away with his sword. That was a real knife, and it wasn't supposed to happen. And he just batted this knife away with his actual sword, and it was so good they put it in the movie. It's kind of terrifying. Which is terrifying. And the second one is Two Towers. When he thinks Merry and Pippin have died, he kicks a helmet, and he screams massive, like huge, big scream. It's because he broke his foot kicking that helmet, but he stayed in character. Just carried on. And he went to hospital for like the morning and then came back. Jeez. Carried on. He was just hardcore. Like that, because I bought the extended edition of Return of the King. Yeah. And there's a really, there's like a two hour documentary on there. It's very interesting. I'd like to see that actually. I'll, I'll bring that it around. I'll bring it around. The, um, I heard stories about like uh, Jackie Chan when he started making movies mm. in like the 70s in like the Hong, in the Hong Kong film industry. It was practically like the Wild West. Yeah. Like there were no laws or anything. No health and safety. Yeah, because like he was directing and acting. Yeah. And doing all his own stunts. <laughs> and he was telling stories about like how like they were doing... He broke f- so many bows yeah. and that, didn't he? They like, were doing a fight on a boat where like he had to like jump like two <laughs> stories and he broke his foot. Yeah. And he kept filming and then it's like, okay, get him to hospital. They rush him to hospital and then he comes back yeah. that afternoon and carries on Mental, filming. Mental, isn't it? Mental. How hardcore some people are. If I broke my foot, I would, I would like, and I work in an office, I'd take uh, like a month off. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry. no, I can't. I can't do it. But your, your hands still work. Yeah, but, you know, the yeah, pain. Psychologically, do they? Yeah. You know? Can you, who, who can say? I can't, really, I can't you... guarantee that I won't break my hand in the office. And having broken my foot, I really don't want to break my hand. So, you know. We already compromised. Exactly. We only have four limbs. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want my left ankle and right hand to be broken because then I'll be all imbalanced. So, you know, I can't take that risk. Certainly not. The uh, Wetter Workshops, uh, which is uh, Peter Jackson's special effects oh, company. Good. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Basically, New Zealand. Of course. Uh, Lucy and I are hopefully going to visit them. Oh, yes. We were talking about this. When we go on our honeymoon. And, Wonderful. Uh, but Adam's... Can I come? No, nah, just be awkward. Oh, okay. What with all the hobbits? <laughs> I, get, I get taken away, probably. The um, but no, uh, wetter workshops have had a lot of um, work lately because they've been doing um, 
uh, practical special effects for a lot of movies mm. recently. But um, they clearly have... Well, they clearly they don't do all their scuff in New Zealand because Adam Savage went to Cornwall oh. to hang out with the master blacksmith and weapons master of Weta Workshops. Oh, really? And he spent like a whole... Is he spent like, oh, I need to get involved with things like that's this. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. That is cool. He spent like a few days learning how to make sorgs. Yeah. But actually out of metal, but out of aluminium. Mm. So it's still metal. Lighter. But lighter, yeah. yeah. So so he, he, he went and he learned all these techniques and then he came back and was like and was like, That guy was amazing. He made all the weapons and armour on Lord of the Rings, mm. you know. And now I'm going to use the techniques he. But you can me. tell that's the thing on Lord of the Rings. You can tell it's been done, yeah, properly. Actually, in commas, yeah, like as they probably would have at the time using the same methods mm. to a certain extent. But it was amazing. Like he made a. Um, we watched him make uh, Excalibur. Oh, out of aluminium. Yeah. So it's kind of like he's not. Why have you not told me about this before, John? I didn't think you care. I do care. Look at me. I'm caring. Well, uh, it's delightful. I have to show it to you. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm all um, over it. He's, yeah, so I mean, they did a, you know, he's gonna kind of wookie. He, he made a whole suit of armor. Yeah, uh, like a kind of King Arthur. I'm gonna while you're while we're talking now, I'm gonna subscribe to him on the YouTube whilst we're talking on this podcast. Well, that's awkward. This well, is what we This is what it's come to. See, this is, this is what we're doing. We're actually just selling other people's hard work here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Test Kid is great. Um, uh, so much movie prop stuff. I mean, like um, yeah, the Weta Workshop stuff. They did um. They did the practical special effects for the new Ghost in the Shell movie. Oh yeah! So they went down and they did a whole video touring all the props and like they'd made like these great big mechanical geisha women. So this that... is the this is the new one. Oh uh, yeah, new, the new yeah, one. Yeah. New one. So like so the, you know it's like and we had to make a mechanical so it looks like a woman and then the face kind of opens and there's like a skull underneath right. it and stuff. And oh cool! It's great. Like awesome. uh, yeah, it's all practical. I'm now subscribed. It's addictive. I'm now subscribed. Love it to be. I'm all over it. So, I mean, we've just spent a bit of time selling other people's podcasts. What what shows. else can we sell? Should we sell something of ours? You've been doing very well on Kickstarter. Oh, thank you. There That's you go. Good. That was good, wasn't it? Thank you for backing it. No, my pleasure. I think yeah. I have backed it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. you have. Yeah, I'm sure, sure I so. I, I gave you your copy of Man Made God as well. Yes, you did. I haven't read it yet. It's no. on the sofa. That's fine. I put it on the sofa last night, and it's going to be my little read whilst in the lounge book. You can say it. It's going to be your toilet. It's really? going to be my toilet book. Yeah, it's fine. Big time. I'm all over it. I feel flattered to be close to you at such a vulnerable time. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, oh, and how. <laughs> I feel very vulnerable. I need to, I need to light a few candles. and. Yeah, yeah I need, to, I need to, something to take the edge off. <laughs> when, I, when I wake so up... So I'll be in the afterlife ring with this, right? When I regain consciousness on the floor, the first thing I want to see is a <laughs> quality. And when I'm surrounded by all the ambulance crew... I want them to know that I'm reading Afterlife Inc. Fire Brigade. Yeah. There's like an axe coming through the door. What are those, sir? They're the jaws of life. <laughs> yeah. I'm so this sorry. is Jack Fortune. Um But no, I uh I, I gotta say, like, um possibly the most luxurious position to be in is to be on Kickstarter and to forget you're on Kickstarter. Yeah, well you've not been well, you have been promoting it, but yeah. not to the same extent no, as previous. I, I, I've, previous I've got to say, like, because um, uh, I think this is like, if you count like all the projects that I've done, all the projects that Nick has done, and all mm. the projects we've done as a group, mm. this is like our eighth 
Kickstarter or something good. like that. Good work. And I've got to say, I always, you know, it's great to run and, you know, it's great to get support and everything, but it's a very stressful period yeah, normally. Yeah. And like, I, I feel guilty. I never like hawking it. Yeah. Because what you want to do, you want to be selling it to people who don't know you. Mm, That's the whole than point. Your mates, yeah. You don't want to go to your mates and say, hey, you know, it's not pay up. It's not sponsorship for a marathon, is it? That's the no. Difference. That's the thing. And we were having a chat earlier about like, I don't want people to support our work just because they like us. Mm. You know, it's like I don't want it to be like, oh, you guys are good. I'll... I like you rather than your product. Yeah, it's like well, oh, you look, want them to like the product. That's the thing. I'd rather be like, well, look, if you want the book, mm. pledge for it. Like you shouldn't feel yeah, yeah, obliged. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's wonderful. So we launched, um, we launched a Kickstarter for the collected edition of the first year of our magazine well i've not read the magazine so yeah and it's been noted i know you keep bringing it up yeah you monster well i'm getting the the big thing without me you wouldn't have been successful in this kickstarter uh, despite the fact it's at 250 percent or whatever it is no 230 percent funded okay thank you very much pretty good yeah yeah it's impossible nobody can give more than 100 percent by definition that is the most anybody can give it does feel good I've got mm, to say, it's good uh, and strong. So yeah, and I, I think it was nice just to go in. We went in without expectations. Mm. You know, we weren't we weren't asking for the moon. We tried to do it for the like lowest possible amount we could, and I think we were funded in in seventeen hours. It's good, isn't it? Which is great, very good. And uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Like it's just it's just nice, and we we've said as much. Like we don't want to bombard people. Yeah. We've said, hey, you know, just if you want to do it if you want, go for it. Want- well, I, I want a patch. Yes, well, there's a stretch goal, as yes. they call it. Well, I mean, we're as only call it. we're only like a hundred and seventy quid away from oh, the stretch good. goal, I that, think. So good. I want a patch. It's entirely possible. Yeah, I'm, cool. all, I'm all over it. Well, I've just sewn a patch onto a t-shirt, or Liz has. Oh, Liz did it for me. Well, I was wearing it here the other day. I had my green t-shirt on. I had a little Yoda patch you, on it. Oh, right. That was sewn on by Liz. Delightful. Expertly, obviously, because you didn't notice. I, I've been thinking about patches. Patches are cool. They are cool. Patches are cool. Just in general. As long as you can sew them on properly or know somebody who can. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we're also giving away badges if people yes. pledge for I like a badge. A badge. Mm. Pin and a patch. That's all the rage now in these collector's boxes. No. Pin oh, and really? a patch and bits. Well, I used to get Smuggler's Bounty, which is a Star Wars Funko box. You get a pin and a patch and then bits. Oh. In these collector boxes, which I've been making for people recently. I've been making my own brand of collector's boxes. Right. Seriously. Okay. I made one for Liz, and I made one for our friend Larry. It's not a collector box if there's only one. There's two. But they're going to different people. With different things in them. Again, I I feel... They're not collector's boxes. They are... Oh, they're gift boxes. All right, yeah, fine. Ray Toys, Inc., a subsidiary of Ray Fossil Fuels, Inc. A caring company. I'm I'm junior vice president. (laughs) This fruit juice was uh, made by hippies and bottled by a soulless... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> faceless global conglomerate <laughs> but made by hippies we want to focus on mm. that bit of it well, I think that's very kind of you nice. oh well, I, yeah I know it's it nice is, to yeah. do something for the little guy yes absolutely you know, for once but they were all like the, the toys I made a Boba Fett box for Larry please be honest with me are they made up of all the crap you got from your other no Funko actually they're boxes? not oh oh my I've spent 90 quid doing these boxes wow yeah 
Which right now feels like a mistake, but you know. I think that's actually. It made good, me feel good to give. I at think it's actually a very nice gesture. You yes. should be. You should be quite proud of yourself. No, I gave Larry. I got, made Larry a little Boba Fett box. Oh. I I handpicked all these various things for him. Does he like Boba Fett? He loves Boba Fett. Good. She's yeah. just as well. Locked yeah. out there. That's one. You know that's. And I got Liz thinking. one that had a Harry Potter model in it. Oh. It had a Hamilton necklace. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Wow. Necklace. It had a. Dirty Dancing T-shirt, and it had a what was the other one? I feel I'm learning a lot about Liz. Yeah, right yeah, now. this is the thing she likes, and it had a Beauty and the Beast. It had a you know the rose in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it was a little replica of that, which was is it, a nice little thing. Was it you? Apologies if it wasn't. Who was telling me about the run on Primark because they had a limited edition? Oh, that yeah. chip. Yes, teacup. Well, I I got Liz one for Christmas. But ah, it was, a, it there, was, one, it was there from China. Go. Right, it's from China because you couldn't get hold of. No, because it, they, Primark hadn't thought of it by then. Oh, I thought of it before Primark. You're ahead of the curve. So I got it for Liz way before it was in Primark, and it cost me a lot more than it would have getting it in Primark. Well, clearly you're you're a good boyfriend. There you go. Doing, uh, well, I try my best. That's because you care. I try my best. There you go. That's okay. all I can say. That's all you can do at the end of the day. She'll be here in. She will. She's picking up Ali to go to play netball. Yeah. So Ali's convinced that Liz only asks her because she's cool. No. It was oh. actually my idea. Oh. I said, why don't you ask Ali? I said, oh. why don't you ask Ali? Because she's, she's always saying, oh, we don't get enough players and all that. I said, well, Ali's, Ali likes doing fitness and all that. I said, why don't you ask her if she fancies it? So there you go. Bringing people and together. now she's playing. So I hope she doesn't injure herself. <laughs> and then I'll be, we'll, blamed. We'll be blaming Liz. Yeah. And then you. And then me. Well, yeah. me, me first, probably. No. I think it's nice bringing people together. Absolutely, you got him. I um, speaking of which, I need to um, and best manly duties. Oh yes, I need to contact yourself, Holton oh, God. and Nick. Get your dimensions. I want to know. Oh, okay. I want to know you're in a leg. Oh, God knows what my dimensions are. But it's basically like what what's. Uh, I'm a very strangely proportioned individual. I I've been shopping with you before. Oddly enough. The 32 waist, 30 leg. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. a thing. Apparently. It's it, quite a niche thing. You usually have to buy them online. Yeah, it's by, it's, it's often the other way These around. are from online, the ones I'm wearing yeah, now. Very nice. No, what I'm... Um, I would like to get some suits for nice. the best men. Lovely. I'm all over it. I love a, yeah. I love a suit, me. I tell you, I've done really well out of Nick and Ali's wedding. I've got a free suit. Well, yeah, nice. I mean, like, what what's weird is that they 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 bought the best men a suit each. Mm. So you've got to sort out the shirt and the tie. Yes, but here's the jacket and trousers. You're wearing you're wearing different waistcoats. Yeah, is that it? yeah. No, it's I was really, thinking then. That's why I went. Quiet. No, it's really cool. Like, but it's act, so everyone has agreed. It's like this is a, like they're like oh it's only a cheap suit, mm. but it's really nice. Well, there you go. Like it's like a super like vivid blue. Nice. And I'm like that's. Badass. Bright colours, everyone really likes bright cool. Colors. Yeah, they're quite bright. And and then yeah, and and then like um, uh, yeah, we uh, a member of Ali's family has made custom waistcoats for each nice. of the best men, nice. and mine's like an orange. Lovely. They've picked like four colours, four bright colours. Yeah, neon. They are pretty neon. All of them it's are. Nick's like, pink. Yeah, yeah. I thought. It yeah, he's got like super magenta, <laughs> super blue, super green, and super orange. Nice. I'm super orange. Lovely. Big punch colours. Did you choose orange? I did. You got the option. Yeah. Nice. 
That'll be good. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm at the wedding. Yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be all, nice. I'm going to be all over it. It's not that far away now. No, end of, well, technically a month today. Yeah. If if you consider there are only 30 days in September. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. I'm starting to... Uh... Have you got your speech ready? No. No. Oh. Well, if it helps, I didn't have my speech ready for ditch burns until literally five minutes before I went no, up. No, I, th- I think that's fine. Uh, I was still writing the speech, scribbling on my piece of paper yeah. five minutes before I gave the speech. I mean, like, not to be... Uh... And it was excellent. Were you, you th- th- I've got to say, like a lot of thought went into, uh, you know, when I when I thought, who who am I going to make best best man? You know, mm. I, I got to say, your pedigree as a as a best man for Thank other you. people counted in your favour. Thank you. That's why you're the only one I told. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. That's going in the speech. Yeah, that was classic. I can't believe. Oh dear. I don't know how that happened. I I, I kind of blame you. For exposing my stupidity, I yeah. could I could have got away with well, it. Well, I thought I suddenly thought, oh god, have I put my foot in it? When it when the yeah. inevitable came out, no, I. I but it I, turned out no, you had you had just forgotten. Ultimately, this is my failing, but uh, I I uh, you you brought it to light. Well, you had assumed that they knew, yeah, when in fact they did not. Which is really weird. Like maybe I got confused in my head where I was like, I'm going to tell them, and then somehow that changed into. I'm I've, sure they know. I've told them like they must. They must it, know because at the not a stag we went to, you yeah. took all your Jonah guard, as yes. we're calling it, yeah, and you told everyone, "Oh, I want you all to be involved in the wedding." And I remember saying to you, "So what? What are our actual jobs?" He goes, "Oh, we'll talk about that another time." This is the thing. Like Lucy kept saying that as well, and like, did, did, did you tell him? I'm like, "No, no, we'll, we'll work that out later." But it's like <laughs> we I, literally spoke about the wedding for thirty seconds. But I, I thought the it, whole weekend. I thought it was going to be more like um, people are saying, like, "So am I looking after you know." the tables like is someone going like am i kind of showing people to their seats i'm like oh no that's pedantic don't worry about that no it was the actual job titles we were ah, after, well you see, see yeah because that's the thing though like i didn't i was trying to maybe i was over complicating it but it's like i have like it's like circles within circles mm. you got like uh the people coming to the stag mm. then a smaller circle which is the honor guard yeah and then a smaller circle which is the best men mm. and i didn't want people to in any way feel left out no sure so I was like, the honour guard is the perfect way to get everyone included. Yes. And I don't know, maybe I was like, and then I'll talk to Rayman, Titch and Nick in private. <laughs> well, I rather arrogantly assumed I was best man because you, you told knew. me over a year yeah, ago. Yeah, I told you like a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was fine. You helped cover up the whole buying the ring. It was a great and, cover up that, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. We were talking, we were in a calf. Do you remember we were in the um, Boston Tea Party? The wind facing out the window, literally looking at the ring, and then Lucy walked past the window, and I went, "Quick, put it away." <laughs> we were like, uh, "She was like, what have you been doing?" It's like, "Oh, drinking, nothing, we, nothing." We, we've been we, at the we've pub been, talking about drinking. manly things. <laughs> we've been getting wasted. May I interject? Hello, hello. Because yeah, I have. There is another side to this story that oh. you may not have heard. Did okay. you see the ring? <laughs> no, no, but. I was coming back from lunch with my sister, ah. where we had literally been discussing that I might have pro- just proposed to John on the 29th of February because he wasn't going to get around. <laughs> really? I yeah. didn't know that. Brilliant. <laughs> you knew. You had, <laughs> you, you had me. The hooks, the hooks were in. <laughs> the oh, hooks. That's harsh, me. John. Oh, that's love. harsh. Um, well, on that, on that note. On that bombshell. On that note of marital strife. Uh, shall we... Uh, Call it a day? Let's do that. It's been yeah. delightful. Wonderful. I've missed you, Rev. It's Thanks been, so much. Good. I've missed you since Monday when I last saw you. Yeah. I've missed our listeners. Do you enjoy That's our... That's I've missed. Do you enjoy I like a punk beer? IPA. I do like nice. a punk IPA. 
5.6. I didn't know that. Wow. Got a meeting tomorrow. Yeah. I thought I was just happy to see you, but uh, clearly I'm What I'm club wasted. are we going to? Ooh. I had, a, I had an idea for a character called Bipska here. That's good. Uh, yeah. Attorney at law. Okay. We should do Crime Hound. Crime Hound. We, we need to. We need to do. We should. We, we need should to actually do, do that. We one, should do Crime Hound. Crime Hound is, will be excellent. And Subterranean Lion. Yeah. His nemesis. And it's like a. It's like a really gritty, really gritty case, well, but a comedy film. Don't don't give him don't give him too much. Well, it, it, Crime Hound's a detective. Yeah, he's a, he's a crime fighting hound. Yeah. I think it's in the name, really. Well, it, but a crime hound could be a robber. Oh. You see. No, he fights. Crime. He's a detective. He fights crime. We should write it. And the forces of the subterranean line. Exactly. Let's get on that. God damn it, I've forgotten about Crime Hound. We should do that. Good night, Crime Hound. Good night, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess uh, on that uh, astounding note, that's the end of a, an exceptional return to form. Oh, I'd say so. With our podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you've had a good time, Rick. Wonderful time. Thank and I hope you, you enjoy yeah. uh, checking out these new videos we've recommended. I will. Literally, as soon as we stop recording. Delightful. Well, uh, I guess uh, I've been John. I've been the other guy. And until next time, Yusuke Classy. Crime Hound. <laughs>